0: In a world saturated with podcasts, Two Brothers, One Bible stands out as an intriguing addition to the audio landscape. (laughs) That was good. What do you think about that? That's good. I don't have any idea what that means. No, no. Welcome to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. It's now time for another episode of Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. We really do appreciate you listening to us today. My name is Robert Wakefield. I'm Peter Searson. And Peter, how are you? I'm great, Robert. And you? I'm doing very, very well. Thanks for stopping by. I know you yeah. were just in the area. I didn't know what was going on in here, so <laughs> I just stumbled in. <laughs> you saw one car in the parking lot. and said, well, what is that car doing there? It just takes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had to join. I'm a joiner. You are a joiner from way back. Yeah. Oh yeah. I,
1: as a baby, oh, I started. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. But that's a whole another story. Yeah.
0: Let's still not get into all that. Nah. But uh, anyway, we have not. Uh, we did not meet last week. No, we did uh, not. I was out of, out of town. And uh, we did not get a chance to meet. So it's been a while since we've actually yeah. recorded a podcast. So it's really good to see you it, once again. It is good to see you. I missed you last week. Well, thank I really you very did. Much. Uh, and, I, I enjoy our time together that we can come together and just talk about the Bible. Yeah, I do too. Uh, so we're going to do that now. We're going to talk about Kimberly's fourth Mount Rushmore verse yeah. today. And are, are you prepared? Are you ready to go? We'll see when I'm done. <laughs> Well, and we're going to be grading you uh, throughout the podcast to see how you're doing. in that good? All right. right. So so far, you're not doing too well. Oh, (laughs) well, okay. You can only go up from here. Well, that's true. There you go. (laughs) Well, Kimberly's uh, fourth and final uh, verse that she shared with us is found in Titus, uh, Titus chapter three, uh, Mm -hmm. verses four uh, through seven. And of course, like we always do, we like to know what caused yeah. her to pick that, to put that on her Mount Rushmore. Right. And this is what she said. She said, I'm not sure how I came upon these verses, hmm. uh, but I love reading it because it reminds me of our hope of for eternal life with him and that the Holy Spirit was provided to us by Jesus. I just loved it. Yeah. All right, so, good enough. Thanks so much, Kimberly. And that ends the show right there. Oh, well, there, how'd I do? <laughs> you did really good. <laughs> ah, see, I redeemed myself. Wow. <laughs> so there you go. So it's Titus yeah. chapter 3, uh-huh. uh, verses 4 through 7. Now, one thing that I did learn, um, that Titus was with Paul. He was. Um, he And this is only one of four personal letters to people. That's true. Um, who were the, what was, it? It was Timothy, Timothy and then Philemon. And then Philemon and yeah. then Titus. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So Titus is the, uh, is the fourth one. So you have that uh, verse there in front of you? I do. yeah. Right, for All us. right. But when the
1: kindness and love of God our Savior appeared, He saved us, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of His mercy. He saved us through the washing of the rebirth and the renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs having the hope of
0: eternal life. Oh, that's a good one. Isn't it, though That's a good one. That, that yeah. That's a pretty... I have yeah. never thought about this verse uh, verse being on Mount Rushmore, but it's good. I, I it, It's worthy. It's very worthy. So I, when I was studying for this, I went back to verse 1 Yeah, to kind of build this up. And um, verses 1 and 2 really just talks about being a good citizen. Mm-hmm. Um, it talks about the, the part that Christians play in, in, in being good leaders, being honest people, being obedient people. Okay. Um, and I'll just read verse one. It says, remind the people to be subject to rulers and authorities, to mm-hmm. be obedient, to be ready to do whatever is good, to slander no one, to be peaceable and considerate and always gentle. Toward everyone, Mm. so why do you think that's such an important uh, characteristic of being a a Christian? You know how
1: we conduct ourselves outwardly. That's what people judge. They can't see what's inside, so they have to see the the fruit of how we live our lives. And you know, if we're always wanting to pick a fight, we're always. You know, up in arms mm-hmm. about this and that. Not that Christians shouldn't be more vocal. We we should, right? But we need to be careful in how we do that. And that's exactly. But right. um, you know, we're to be noted by our
0: love, mm-hmm. and sometimes we're not very loving. No, sometimes we're we're not. No, you know, we, we've got that reputation. Sometimes we we do. And yeah. uh, but so so Paul is reminding uh, Titus here to remind the people that he's shepherding. Mm -hmm. I remind the people to be subject to the rulers and authorities and to be obedient and and to be the the good kind of Christian that they should be. And then I was intrigued by verse 3. You know, really, you can't
1: understand 4, you know, Kimberly's verses, 4 through 7, unless you really
0: understand 3. Well, 3 is really, really jumped off the page because look what he says in verse 3. He says, at one time, Mm -hmm. we too were foolish. Yeah. Now, foolish, I, I can... Certainly, <laughs> can certainly identify with that <laughs> here, present. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just count me in. Yeah, uh, but I love the way that Paul wrote. At one time, we. Yeah. He's including himself. Yeah, all of us. Uh, every one of us have done something foolish. Yeah. Uh, we we were disobedient, as, yeah. as the next part of the verse says, and here, the one that bothered me the most. Yeah. Deceived. Mm. Uh, I think that is the. In my opinion, I think it is one of the strongest tools mm. in Satan's toolbox. Yeah. Uh, that, or, or even in our toolbox, we deceive ourselves. Oh, sure, yeah. But d- being deceived to me is because we've all experienced, you know, A scam artist or whatever, from time to time. I I get scammed a lot. I'm sorry (laughs) to you. Do you really? (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a gift. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I didn't have. Well, there you go. There you go. But again, uh, and I'm not. I'm not making light of that. But the thing is, being deceived, is really problematic. Oh, it is. When it comes to trying to be uh, live a Christian life, you know,
1: sometimes we really want to believe the lie. Because yeah. it's so attractive, you know, it's too good to be true, kind of a thing, mm-hmm. and so and and you're right. That's Satan's very crafty. He's not a bold faced liar. No, he's a manipulator of the truth. Right, oh. and so it's just enough to deceive us, and we go,
0: well, yeah, well that's that's got to be it, mm-hmm. and it's and uh, it's not. Well, uh, you know, he deceived uh, Eve. He did from the very beginning. Yeah, so he, he's he's very very crafty. Uh, deceived and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures, yeah. uh, we lived in malice and envy. Wow, being hated and hating one another. Now that that verse, really that little section, being hated and hating one another. Boy, if if we are in God's kingdom, there's there's no room for hate. Mm, no, it's true. Um, so so, what do you think about hating one another?
1: You know, I think that verse 3, um, it, it's just reminding us mm-hmm. that even the very best of us, we're still sinners. Right. You know, we, we have to remember where we've come from, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and true, you know, some people want to say, you know, I'm, again, to the deception, I'm not a sinner. I'm a good person. Right. I, I do nice things. I have nice thoughts. I, I do good things for others. You know, pat you on the back. Right. But as this verse is pointing out, Mm -hmm. even if you're all good and checking all the boxes, you
0: are still, you know, filled with evil and deceit. Right. So that's it. Oh, man. So then that gets us to uh, our verse four. And, And I think that verse three in verse 4, are complete contrasts from one another. Absolutely, they because are. Because we we see in verse 3 the disobedience, the deceit, yep. mm-hmm. the uh, passions and pleasures yeah. and all that. And then verse 4, this is Kimberly's verse. Here mm-hmm. we go. But when the kindness yeah. and love of God of our Savior appeared. Yeah. Wow. Uh, you, We've got to talk about that kindness and love of God.
1: You know when when you when you put these two verses together, it, it's it's kind of like that movie where the the bad guys are winning, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. and it's going, oh man, there's there's no hope, and what are we going to do? And then <laughs> the music changes, and the guy in the white hat rides in, and and that's what it is. It's mm-hmm. like we had no hope in verse three, none. We're just bad people. Even on our best day, we're, we're we we can not get above our badness, and then.
0: And then we see, yeah. Then yeah. we see the kindness and the love of God. Uh, our, our Savior appeared. So, uh, you want to talk about that appeared uh, just for a second because uh, it parallels what what he says back in chapter two, in this verse eleven. Yeah. Um, let me go to that verse two, okay. verse eleven. Uh, it says this right here. It says, "For the grace of God." Has appeared that offers salvation to all people. So there is that word "appeared" yep, again. Yep. So talk about that word "appeared" a little bit. Yeah, well,
1: Paul's talking about how you know it, it you know, we, they were waiting for four hundred years mm-hmm. for for some kind of revelation from God. You know, God just kind of went silent from the from the, the days of of Malachi, and so. It it appeared they were waiting, mm-hmm. you know, just anxious for for his
0: coming from a word from the Lord, and there there was Jesus. And there he was. So I, I you know, I, I read some commentaries that uh, said some people interpret this as the coming of Jesus, um, and others say it's more reference reference than when a person believes in Jesus by faith. Mm-hmm. So I, I I read two different two different things about that uh, the moment when god's goodness and loving kindness is, appears in your life when you accept jesus as your lord yeah. and savior i could see both being being true i think paul's thinking about kind of his
1: own damascus road experience okay christ appeared right. you know oh yeah there he was uh and so i but but that would be we all would have our own damascus road experience where you know we would say well in there you know i was a verse three person mm-hmm and now, because of the kindness of God, I'm a verse 5 person. A verse Yeah. I
0: love that. Yeah. I'm a verse 5 person. Yeah. And verse 5 is he saved us. Yeah. Uh, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. Yeah. And we've hit on uh, his mercy before, and, and we've talked about he saved us, you know, and we've said many times on this podcast, not because of things that we've done. No, it's not. It's not works that get you into heaven. No, or or in, into an acceptance with Jesus. I mean, we just don't have what it takes. We really don't.
1: No, and that's. I mean, I, I guess Paul's really hammering it hard, in, in most of his letters, this reminder of of us being sinners, mm-hmm. us having a sense of hopelessness. And if it wasn't for the kindness and
0: the mercy of God sending his son to die for us, mm-hmm. there was no hope. No, there was none. There was none. Um, and then verse 6 was uh, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior, mm. so that having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs having the hope of eternal life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man tell me what you think about verse 6 whom he poured out us generally. Generously. i love i love that word poured out i do too yeah i liked
1: it a lot you know yeah I, i'm wondering if some translations may have the word lavish cuz it's just that that same kind oh. of concept you know yeah it might just just because poured out generously you know it's not holding back mm-hmm. you know there's there's nothing worse in my mind than going to a restaurant that has small cups <laughs> <laughs> it's really? just
0: causing more work for the server. It they got to come back, yeah. Because you're going to down that small cup pretty quick. I, I typically do. Yeah, I'm a gulper as well. Yeah, I, I gulp drinks instead of sipping. So <laughs> I want it poured out.
1: You're right. I really do. And that's you know, it's it's just saying that God's not stingy. He just poured out his very best. Mm-hmm.
0: And poured out generously through Jesus Christ our Savior. Yeah, I like the way that He worded that. Mm-hmm. Uh, without Jesus, uh, there there'd be no reason to pour anything out. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> would be we we wouldn't be having this podcast right now if it weren't for that. No, yeah, no, we would not be doing that. Uh, so that by having been justified by His grace, this is verse seven, mm-hmm. uh, we might become heirs, having the hope of eternal life. Wow, um, just having. Uh, the Holy Spirit uh, poured out into us. Yeah. Uh, to, to me, that is one of the greatest gifts that God ever gave us. Yeah. And this And that's just my personal opinion. Oh. Uh, and you're free to agree to it or disagree if you no, want. I'm I'm with you, Robert. Okay. <laughs> All right. But the reason I think that the Holy Spirit poured out into us uh, is so important to me is because it's, it's the guide of my life. Mm-hmm. It, it, when I do things wrong, yeah, I know it by the Holy Spirit. Oh, absolutely! I am so yep. convicted by Him, yep. and um, for Jesus to send that out, you know, and, and promise those disciples, "Some, I'm going to take care of you. Yeah, you're going to have a guide." Yeah, and uh, I just think that's just really important in this little passage right here. Yeah,
1: I've got the New American Standard, and mm-hmm. verse seven uses the word confidence. Okay, and it says, uh, "And and gave us confidence that we." Will inherit eternal life. You know, we've touched on this before. Mm-hmm. You know, those people that hope they're going to heaven, you know, cross that oh, finger. Yeah. You know, I, I hope I'm good enough. And I'll, Paul reassures us mm-hmm. that when we've accepted what Jesus has offered, and, uh, you know, then
0: it's a guarantee. It's right. a promise. It's a certainty yeah it's it's not i think that when we see the word hope there it's kind of like the little, i hope this happens yeah, and, and it's yeah. not really what it's talking no, about is
1: it no no it's a you know it's take it to the bank kind mm-hmm. of a hope right you know very different you know that's where you know there's that's why i think the the greek and the hebrew really bring the light you know what what's he actually talking about why did he choose that word and so and you know, whether it's in this verse or these
0: other verses that we've talked about before, it's it's a confidence, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, uh, you know, look at the time. Oh, we, wow. we've got we've got about a minute left, yeah. so because we we did some uh, entertaining banter to start. <laughs> Well Well I don't how entertaining it was But we had a little bit of banter So tell me what do you think about Kimberly's verse uh, in She Titus? she did well Thank you Kimberly for sharing
1: your verses yeah. uh, Every one of them spot on She did, did a great job Right and we want your verses I r- look forward to it I, I think it's interesting to, to see why people Say this is a, this is a Rock
0: solid verse for me mm-hmm. I think so too and so if you've not Sent us your four Mount Rushmore verses, please do so. We have uh, we have an email that you can mm-hmm. send it to. Uh, it's bible at gmail.com. That's all spelled out. If you're on Spotify, you're listening to us on Spotify, there's a place right there that you can actually respond and send us your four verses and tell us why. So we really do appreciate Kimberly and uh, sending these four verses to us. And that's going to do it for this edition of Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. I'm Robert Wakefield. I'm Peter Searson. We hope that you will join us on our next episode. And please like and subscribe. And please rate. Oh, yeah, write my, a review. my performance. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Please give us your ideas on how Peter performed on yeah. this. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening, and God bless you. Thank you for listening to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. We want to encourage you to subscribe
1: wherever you get your podcast and be sure and tell a friend.